Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. You're listening to the Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered Podcast, a place for inspiration, empowerment, and personal development. Showcasing badass women from all over the world, giving tips on personal development, mindset, and healing. I'm your host, Olivia, transformational success coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs. Now let's dive into this episode. All righty. Coach Liv here, aka Olivia, um, back with the Empowered Woman Badass and Unfiltered Podcast. And today I am sharing 20 lessons my 20s taught me. Now this is in no particular order. I was literally just coming to these things in mind. And there's going to be a lot of other little lessons wrapped up in this, but I'm going to try to keep this as short as possible. But I'm going to also try to explain in detail exactly what I mean by each of these things. So let's get right into it. The first one is we're all on an individual journey. I, you know, it's so easy to compare ourselves to other people and to think that we have to be doing things a certain way or, you know, the cookie cutter way. And I've realized like it it was in my twenties that I realized, uh, no, everybody's on their own journey. And it might seem like other people are moving faster than you or not as fast as you or whatever. And in actuality, you don't need to be worried about them. You need to just be focused on you and what your journey is. Um, and just understand that everybody's not going to be doing the same thing. Um, face, the second one is face what you've been running from. And I found this out a little later on in my 20s. But I think that everyone has something about themselves that they're avoiding. And if they don't, if you're one of those blessed people to not be avoiding that truth of yourself, good for you. But um, facing that thing that you're locking up and hiding makes you so much stronger. There are so many benefits to just facing your childhood traumas, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like some of those things. Like I'll, I'll tell you a little bit, like I... It was the first time in my life that I I wasn't overworking. I wasn't numbing myself with like substances or anything like that. Like I wasn't drinking. I wasn't smoking weed. I wasn't doing anything to get away from my current reality or the past reality that I guess I was avoiding. And I didn't realize that I was subconsciously avoiding for so long. So that was that was a crazy time, but I'm so happy I did it because now... N- there, yes, I'm, I'm still definitely on this journey of life, but I'm so much stronger than I was before I faced that. Um, third thing, take the risk. There's risks in life. And you know what? The time goes by so fast. It goes by so, so, so fast. And in your 20s, it's a great opportunity to take. And these are like healthy risks, not necessarily like... I'm going to risk doing heroin or something like that. I'm not, I'm not telling you to do that at all, 
but if there's something that you really want to do and you're so worried about the risk, you're so worried about other pe- what other people will say, you're so worried about how much money it'll cost or whatever like that, just just do it. Just go for it. If it's something that you keep, no, I'm not talking about like some impulse thing, but if it's something that you just keep wanting, go after it. Because you don't want to look back on your life and be like, man, damn, I didn't go after that thing. The fourth thing is surround yourself with people that make you want to be a better person. And this was one of the things that I started to do really when I was like 20, like I was super intentional about it when I was 28 because that, you know, we are the company we keep. And so that covers a lot of different areas when it comes to they make you want to be a better person, maybe financially with your money habits, maybe in your relationship. Um, maybe they're really good. Maybe they have a really good relationship. Maybe they are really good at their handling stress. Um, I find, I found that I've had, I have a lot of friends that have really high stress tolerances and learning from them has really helped me build my stress tolerance a lot faster. I used to be one of those people that, and this is a couple of years ago, that I I would get so angry and I would have, I would want to break things. Like I would, I wanted to go to like a, one of those like shatter rooms to break things. But now I, I rarely get that angry. I mean, I, I have, I used to hold things in too. So that would cause me to get super angry. But now when I'm mad, <laughs> I just say how I feel and I let it go. (laughs) I don't be holding on to them emotions. I don't, I don't do that anymore. Um, The fifth thing is take your life seriously. And when I talk about this, I'm really talking about, you know, your finances, you focus, get, start doing, start planning for retirement. Go ahead and do the 401k. All get, get smart on the things that, you know, will help you in your future. It's, it's not, it's not sexy. It's not necessarily the most comfortable thing, but, but your future self was definitely going to thank you for, for not having to be so reactive when tragedy or accidents happen and you're prepared and they, they make it so easy now (laughs) to be so set up, um, financially and with insurance and all of these other things. Like I said, these are not sexy things. But when you start taking your life seriously and you start realizing it's important to plan for your future, even if you're not doing like a whole bunch, you maybe if you're just doing a little bit, that little bit is a lot better than nothing. So that's what I mean by take it seriously. I'm not saying like be a prune and don't like prude and don't do have any fun or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying at all. But also side note, don't be in situations that's going to get you locked up. Just don't do that. Like. You don't want to, you don't want to go to jail. You don't want to be stuck in the system because when you're stuck in the system, it's really hard to get out of the system. It's really hard to get ahead. I'm not saying that you can't. Yes, there are so many people that overcome those situations. And if you're a person that has had a situation like that, I'm not saying that you can't overcome that situation, but make sure you're not taking, you're not spending time with the people that got you there or you're not doing the activities that got you there. The sixth thing is make your mental health a priority. And if you listen to any of the other podcasts on the show, most of them definitely talk about your mental health and the importance of it. And I'm gonna let you know now, there's no job, there's no person, there's no, there's nothing 
more important than how your mental health is. If they are causing you so much pain and trauma and really making you feel low about yourself, you ain't you don't need to be with them. And especially a job. A job will replace you so quickly. Don't let these jobs stress you out. Just don't just don't do it. Now, I say all that, make your mental health a priority, but also number seven is build your soft skills, man. Learn how to properly communicate. Our soft skills are so much more important than a lot of these other skills because nobody likes a jerk. No one likes, you know, I see so many people complaining about narcissists. I rarely ever find narcissists like that actually admit that they're narcissists. So I think a lot of people are self-righteous and not really realizing they're even narcissists. Just going to throw that out there. But um, a lot of narcissistic tendencies come from not having the proper soft skills. Um, So yeah, definitely start working on those. All right. Number eight is learn healthy ways to manage stress. There's, let's face it, the world has so much stress in it putting a band-aid over it, drinking, doing drugs, shopping, like those are all not going to solve the source of the issue. So whatever works for you to manage the stress that you're dealing with in your life, start doing that because medical research estimates that as much as 90% of illnesses and disease are stress related. So start learning how to properly handle your stress. Uh, It's for your health. It's also for just your, your quality of life. The, when you start to learn how to handle your stress, you're going to feel so much better. And on your day-to-day, you're going to be a calmer person. Meditation is one of my favorite ways to do that. Spending time in my Bible is the way for me to do that. Spending time with God, um, spending time around people that bring me joy, um, exercising. Those are things that really help me manage my stress in a healthy way. And when I'm talking about over-exercising, I'm not, I'm not saying all that, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and that brings me to my next one, number nine, lean on God. Now, I understand that you might not be a Christian, and I am. So if you call him source, if you call God the universe, if it's a whatever higher power you you lean to, and I say that because uh, and I say it assuming that people that are listening to this are spiritual because in the intro, I I state that it's for spiritual women. So with that being said, lean on your higher power. (laughs) I learned it for me. It was leaning on God. God has brought me through so many things. Now I'm telling you, I don't even worry like I used to. And I've had a lot of things that I haven't talked about that I could worry about that most people would find the excuse to worry about, but my trust in God has allowed me not to do that. And that has only come from me building my relationship with God and having an unwavering relationship with God. And um, it has brought me such a better quality of life. So that is one of the, the most important lessons I've learned in my 20s is just how much to lean on God. Um, 10, love people while you have them. Now I lost my father when I was 20. And so I learned this pretty early that people that we love, everybody that we love, they're going to die. Not everyone is going to be in our lives forever. 
we might leave first or they might leave. And it might not be that they we end a relationship due to death. It may be that we we move and we get out of touch. It may be that we are no longer meant to be in each other's lives and that we were only in each other's lives for a season. So understand that the moments you have are the moments themselves and that you can't ever duplicate them. They are what they are. So the people that you have in your life, you love, you do the most for them now when you have them, your friends, your family, your, you know, the people that really mean a lot to you, you, you spend that time now. So, so you seriously, whenever, whenever the time comes that they're no longer there, you have the good memories. They are what they are. Loved that you love them while you had them and you're able to let them go a lot easier. I see so many people having so much regret from not spending the time, not loving on them constantly, arguing and fighting and all of this other stuff, especially with the ones that live with us. But we got to learn to put those things aside and really love the people we have right now because we never know when it's the last time we're going to see them. 11, your healing is your responsibility. Now, I, little, I dibbled and dabbled a little bit through this, and you know maybe you can say this is like a mental health thing or whatever, but um, it's your responsibility. Like you can't, and I mean, for me, I, I, I can't blame my situations or anything like that. I have to learn, like I had to learn to let go of things. I had to learn that it's not, you know, healing and forgiveness. Forgiveness is so important forgiving and letting go. And forgiveness is such a selfish act. It's my favorite selfish act, honestly, because I'm no longer holding on to these horrible feelings. And because it's just, it's like the poison you're drinking. Oh, CJ, CJ Scarlett said that. And it was from somebody else. It's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. You know, you're holding on to these things. And and that's a lot, a big part of healing is being able to forgive. Um, so yeah, that's that's a big one for me. 12, stop focusing on yourself so much. All right. <laughs> I learned this all throughout my 20s. But when I started putting the focus on other people and realizing that, you know, when it comes to my speaking, when it comes to just my day to day and how I show up and how I serve when I'm not overly obsessed with, oh my goodness, I'm not, my face looks this way. My clothes look this way. Like what value am I adding to somebody else's life right now? You know, and most of the time, most people are already thinking in their heads about what's going on with them. Like (laughs) it's not, it's not about like how other people for me, it's not about how other people necessarily might think I look. It's more about me being like being mean to myself in all honesty, just being full transparent here. So it helps me not be so super critical of myself to stop focusing on myself so much, which kind of also brings me into number 13 is have a learner's mindset. And that's with yourself as well. I constantly have to tell myself, like, I'm learning this about myself. I'm learning this about myself. I'm learning this about other people. I'm I don't get triggered nearly as much when someone knows more than me. I want to learn more. I'm constantly that person that's at every networking meeting or anything that somebody's speaking at, taking notes. Even if I know the t- the subject, like I think I know the subject, like the back of my hand, I'm still taking notes because some someone might say something a different way than I say it. And 
it resonates with me differently. And I'm like, oh, I, ne- I never thought of that way. I have a different awakening. And, you know, our, maybe I might still get it, but it might be something for someone else if I'm using it. So I can just add it to my toolbox. And that's just, you know, with the example of speaking, but, you know, as you're going through your own journey in, in life and you're learning yourself and you're discovering yourself, being kind to yourself. And for me, like, like I just said, like, I'm so not, not, not kind to myself. And I say that when I'm actually probably more kind than the typical person, but I think it's because (laughs) I'm self-aware and literally there's, those are going into the next ones. So I think you get the point, have a learner's mindset. 14, give yourself grace. I'm learning this. Like I said, this is a lesson. These are lessons my 20s taught me, but that doesn't mean that they have stopped. I have to constantly remind myself to give myself some grace. I have to constantly, because I'm so hard on myself. Like I'm taught, like I'm saying, like this was not supposed to be a pity party. I'm not trying to say that at all. But um, that's just a p- part of my personality. And I, I know I, now I'm like making excuses for it, but it's like, it's, it's kind of the truth. Me being like this, it's like, I have to know that I'm like this and also know that I need to constantly give myself grace. That's just where I'm at on my journey right now. And number 15, become self-aware AF. And that is one thing I've definitely learned because, you know, (laughs) I feel like anybody that thinks they're healed... (laughs) I know for me, for sure, like, ain't nobody fully healed. You're constantly healing. Like, and maybe healing isn't the word, but we're always becoming. We're always in a journey. We're always doing something. So you you ain't never always got it together. Like, it's it's not for, for maybe a second, but we're not perfect. We're not perfect individuals. So becoming self-aware and owning your own stuff is like, important. And I've learned that taking personal accountability for where you are and who you are. Uh, it comes with self-awareness and I'm so happy <laughs> that is a lesson I learned because I can openly admit my flaws and weaknesses to you, the listener and to the people in my life, you know, 16, don't look at people through rose colored glasses. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you about this one. I always saw the best in people for a long time, and that left me really hurt. I would always make excuses for being treated badly or not being treated right um, because, oh, they have a good heart. They just didn't mean it. And I'd give all these other people grace, but not myself, right? And then I started to realize, you know what? People are who they are. And when my life started to get a lot shorter, like my time, that's what I mean. My time in spaces, being a military wife, I'm only in a place for like three and a half years. I don't have all day to watch somebody grow. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. Like they might have to grow from afar. They might not be with me, but I, if you start to see someone do something that doesn't really resonate with you, understand that that is who they are in this moment in time. And if they're going to be talking trash about somebody else behind their back to you, best believe they're going to be doing it about you too. If they're going to be doing some sly stuff and don't think mm-mm, mm-mm, that is who they are. 17, learn to forgive and let go 
which is part of like the healing thing. But this is, man, this is so big. This is so big. So you know how I said, you know, don't look at people through rose colored glasses and they'll be doing this and this and this. Yeah, I've I've had some people do some really horrible things to me. But I have no ill will towards them whatsoever because I've forgiven them. I've taken it to God. I've asked God to allow me to to change my heart posture, to have to allow me to have the the want to forgive. And then and then I can just let it go. Like it's it's gotten a lot easier over time. But when it when it starts to pop up, nope, let let me forgive. Let me just let me let this go because it's not it's not worth it. It'll, it's a distraction. It is such a distraction at times. And I understand that a lot of people, some they they feel like some things are just not forgivable. Um, I'm I'm not letting something hold on to me for the rest of my life. I can, and you know what? You don't have to allow these people to say in your life. There's some people that did some crazy stuff to me that are no longer in my life because um <laughs> I let them go. <laughs> 18. Know who to take advice from. Everybody, everybody got some type of advice. Everybody does. But is it advice for you? Is it going to help you get to where you want to be going? Is it coming from somebody that um, has a lifestyle that you want to have? Is it coming from somebody that you respect? Um, You know, because a lot of people will give you advice, but they ain't necessarily the ones to take advice from. 19, know your triggers and establish your boundaries. Like I said, nobody's perfect. I'm far from perfect. And there are certain things that will trigger me. Not nearly as much as I used to, but like when people are being like evil, just like just blatant or or rude, when people are being rude to anybody like working in customer service, I'm still the type of person if I'm on the phone and I'm in the grocery store and I'm actually being checked out by a person, I put, I tell the person I'm on the phone with, I'm, I'm like, Hey, let me put that phone down really quick. I'm in front of a person or I, I get off the phone. Um, I think it's so rude to be on the phone while you're in front of somebody. Um, handling money and stuff like that. I, I just, I, I, everybody doesn't feel that way. I just, I think it's really rude. Um, now, when other people do it, it doesn't bother me so much. That per se. But if you're going to be blatantly rude and disrespectful and just out. Listen, I used to be the person that I would call people out on it. Now I understand that most people are carrying, not most people, a lot of people carry guns and a lot of people are under the influence of something. So I, I don't, I don't get into a lot of situations like that, but I know that I need to remove myself from things. And a lot of times my triggers come up in relationships, friendships, um, with my spouse, you know, family. And in those triggers, I need, I have to just reiterate my boundaries, learn to take the criticism you know, because like I said, I'm not always right. Um, and, and try to just be accepting, um, of certain things that I'm just being too critical on because I've, I've, as I've clearly stated in his, in here, I'm, I'm a pretty critical person. Now this is for me, but in general, the, the whole point of that statement is to know your triggers and establish your boundaries and make them clear. 
And you have to consistently reiterate them. If you've got relationships with people that they do stuff that you really don't like and you're not going to tolerate it, you have to clearly establish those boundaries and repeat them. If especially if they're family, <laughs> like and you live in the same house with them and they and they're not changing, they're not following suit. And that's what makes it so difficult. So you usually cave. No, screw that. Continue to establish your boundaries. Um, and 20. Don't tell anyone anything you won't want you wouldn't want repeated i'm telling you man listen don't i i you can't trust the majority of people in the world you can't not with like your deepest darkest secrets go to a professional for that you know go go to a priest you know if that's what you need to do go go to, but i would not because, you know, if you tell telling a married friend, more times than not, they're telling their spouse. They are. <laughs> I'm going to just put that out there. So <laughs> if you don't want the whole family knowing your business, don't tell them. Don't tell them. Um, which also, this is a bonus. Learn to celebrate alone. That was one that I learned also recently because everybody's not going to appreciate your, your celebrations like the same as you will. And sometimes celebrating with other people is just not you don't get the same response that you would have wanted for yourself because they, they don't have the same want in the game. Now you do find those, some friends that they will want to do that for you, but there's other people that it's just like, it's not. So learn to take that time to celebrate yourself and celebrating yourself is so, so, so important. Now, if you think that I left anything out in these lessons, um, please send me an email at Olivia TM, wait, at Olivia at Olivia TM or you can send me a DM or whatever, but either, either way, let me know what you thought about my 20 lessons, my twenties taught me. And, um, if you thought I should add anything, which one your favorite was, whatever. Um, and with that being said, go out and be a badass. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Empowered Woman Badass and Unfiltered Podcast. If you found any value in this, please consider sharing and subscribing. Now go out and be a badass. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.